Diagnostic tests can sometimes get to patients too late, but technology is changing to treat patients early, particularly for respiratory infectious diseases. Welcome to ReachMD Radio on XM160, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Bruce Japson, the healthcare reporter with the Chicago Tribune, and joining me today is Dr. Jen Hahn, who's the director of Diatherics Laboratories. Dr. Hahn is a physician, scientist, and researcher trained in molecular genetics and medicine. He is certified by the American Board of Medical Genetics as a clinical molecular geneticist. Dr. Hahn's studies have been published in dozens of publications, including the Journal of Clinical Microbiology and Frontiers of Biotechnology and Pharmaceuticals. He received his medical degree in China and his PhD in clinical molecular genetics from the University of Alabama at Birmingham. Dr. Hahn is joining us from Diatherics Laboratories in the prestigious Hudson Alpha Institute for Biotechnology in Huntsville, Alabama. Dr. Hahn, welcome to ReachMD Radio on XM160, the channel for medical professionals. Thank you, Bruce. It's great to be here. So first of all, if you could tell us a little bit about the work you're doing at Diatherics Laboratories and then how that relates to respiratory infectious diseases, which unfortunately are a growing problem in the United States and around the world. Diatherics, as the name refers to, it's a diagnostic therapy, linking diagnostic with therapy. So what we try to do is really practicing personalized medicine by identifying the true cause of a patient's disease. And in the case of respiratory infection, it's very obvious the patients come in to see the doctor with a respiratory syndrome. We don't know what's causing the disease. Usually, there are a battery of 20, 30 different bacteria and virus can cause the same clinical syndrome, and they should be treated differently. If it is a viral infection or bacterial infection, obviously, the treatment is going to be different. So diatherics is using a new technology called 10-PCR, allow us to take one sample, run one test, identify from 20, 30 different possibilities exactly what the patients may have. And so what all are, are some of the key respiratory infectious diseases out there that you are looking at, and how will this perhaps change in finding some of these problems? In the respiratory disease, for example, we have a bacteria panel that identify mycoplasma pneumonia, legionera, chlamydia, necessaria, and strep pneumo, H. influenza, and so on. And then we also have a viral panel that detecting influenza, RSV, parainfluenza, rhinovirus, Kosaki virus, and so on. We also developed a panel that identified the influenza different types of influenza, like H1, H2, 3, 5. So H5N1 is a current pandemic threat. We can detect that as well. Which, of course, for our listeners who don't know, it's the avian flu. It's eventually the bird flu. Yeah, it is a, it's a bird flu. So that's the thing. It is, they all show up, the patient show up with the same respiratory syndrome. And you need to identify exactly what the patient may have. Well, if you could tell us about the kind of testing that goes on now and why this is needed, because we know that the viruses, they mutate. So my guess is that a quicker testing of anything is a good thing. 
Yes, the problem with current diagnostic microbiology is usually you take a sample and send out to culture. And it takes days or weeks before the culture result coming back. The patient either already getting worse or already cured by himself. And therefore, the test is disassociated with the outcome, and therefore it's used less. And now we have a molecular test. You can take the sample, run one test. In a few hours, you know exactly what the patients have. So you can decide, should I give the patient antibiotic? Or it is a viral infection and not so serious, go back to drink some water. And could you tell us about the technology that Diatherix has and how is it being applied to some of these areas right now? Or maybe it's being used. I know that a lot of countries where they've had some of these, even technologies that haven't been approved by the FDA are being used by some of these organizations. Well, Diatherix is a clear certified laboratory. What it means is the lab is certified, lab management is certified, anything developed inside the lab and validated in the lab can be used and providing commercial service. And so that's in this clear certified lab setting, we are developing and using a technology called 10PCR or target enriched multiplex PCR. We're using this method to quickly amplify the pathogen DNA or RNA and detecting it within a few hours. And so with that, basically people, rather than getting their test and finding out whether they have H5N1, which is the bird flu, or MRSA, or an infectious disease, they will find out within hours which could decide whether the problem is a routine problem or or a pandemic, essentially. Exactly. And uh, during the SARS outbreak, actually the technology was developed because my collaboration with a Chinese scientist And during the SARS outbreak, we quickly developed a test and deployed it to Hong Kong, China, and Taiwan and tested more than 1,000 SARS patients. And in that incidence, what we learned from that experience is that SARS is not stopped by treatment or vaccine. There's no treatment or vaccine available, just like the bird flu. SARS is stopped by isolating patients and quarantine and people voluntarily not moving. It just, you know, the community is putting stop. And early detection is so important. If you identify what the patients may have and isolate and quarantine the right patients, you can stop a spread of a disease like SARS or bird flu. Well, if you're just joining us, or even if you're new to our channel, you're listening to ReachMD Radio on XM160, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Bruce Japson, the healthcare reporter with the Chicago Tribune. I'm your host. And joining me today is Dr. Jen Han, director of Diatherics Laboratories from Huntsville, Alabama, which is the inventor of TEMPCR technology, which is developing quicker tests for MRSA And we were just talking about SARS, how this technology was used in the SARS outbreak. And you bring up an excellent point. I think when people hear about SARS and then it goes away and then along comes the bird flu and that makes headlines and then it goes away. But really there were no cures for this. It was contained. So in reality, your technology helped contain this, if you could elaborate on that. Yes. You know, the CDC, for example, scientists come up with a computer model. They say if bird flu occurred, 
it will spread from one patient to three patients in four days. And if that human-to-human -human transfer happened and happened to that speed, within 20, 30 days, you have thousands of patients. You cannot contain it anymore. So early detection, the first few patients, if you identify them and quarantine them, stop the spreading of the disease, you have a much better chance to fight the disease. Then the challenge is when the patients happen to have a respiratory infection, you don't know if he has bird flu or something else. With a molecular diagnostic like ours, really the differential diagnosis, not only you are detecting SARS or bird flu, you are detecting 20, 30 different bacteria and viruses causing the same clinical syndrome. So you know the patients may have SARS or bird flu or something else. Then you can isolate the right patients at the first time when it happened and prevent the spreading of emerging infectious disease. And how are the patients tested with the technology that you use compared to with what the common technology is? Well, the common technology is viral culture. The virus is very difficult to culture. It's not a blood test. Usually the respiratory infection, they take a nasal swab or nasal wash and put that material onto a culture bruise that will wait for the virus to grow. But the virus is very difficult to culture because they need human cells as their host. And the different viruses require different host cells. Therefore, a culture method established for one virus may not work for another viruses. And so the technology is really limiting the speed of diagnosis and accuracy of diagnosis. And so a new technology is really demanded and needed, and molecular diagnosis really fit very well. Well, this is exciting. And also, if you could, beyond the SARS or the bird flu outbreak or, or MRSA, you had mentioned personalized medicine. How does this type of PCR technology to diagnose so quickly, how does that help us in the whole idea of personalized medicine, which is, is really gaining some momentum here? That's a very good point. Personalized medicine should start with a personalized diagnosis. And what the personalized medicine means is Nowadays, hospital or physicians treating every patient as a percentage of the whole symptoms. If you're coming today with a respiratory infection and it is a flu season, therefore you have a much higher chance to have a flu. Therefore, I will treat you as a flu. But knowing that I only have 60 to 70% chance I'm right, but you get treated with, as a flu anyway. So that is a treatment today. In the future, when personalized medicine is realized, you need to run a diagnosis, identify exactly causing your sickness. It may be flu, it may be something else. And based on that personalized diagnosis, prescribe personalized treatment. And that is how we should practice medicine. And the technology actually is available now. And could you give me an example of let's just say I'm a patient, I come in your office, they take a swab and test me for something. Walk me through how that would work for maybe a routine illness. Okay, you are sick with a sneeze and coughing and the fever, and you come in to see the doctor. The doctor take a nasal swab, run a test, 
identified you have a rhinovirus, and it's not very serious. So the doctor say, okay, you don't need to take antibiotic, which has two several benefits. Number one, you don't introduce drug resistance. And number two, you reduce the cost. You don't need that antibiotic anyway. And then number three, really treating you with the rhinovirus-associated disease gives you plenty of fluid, rest, and you are done. So if without these kind of a rapid diagnosis, the physician may be, especially if the patient is a children, a baby, the physician being requested by the parents to provide some treatment. So antibiotic may be given, which is not called for. So these kind of treatment and the wrongful treatment happen every day. And with a personalized diagnosis, you can do much better. We can do much better. And with the technology that Diatherix is using, do you envision a day where a physician can do all this in their office within a few hours? Yes. Nowadays, not yet, because the technology is still a lot of manual, need a validation, but it's making progress. We are making progress to develop next-generation technology. It's going to be much smaller, quicker, easy to do, push-button operation, and that can be put into a doctor's office. And so right now, it would be more or less a hospital setting, but you could see applications going forward. That's correct. And is there a market for it? I mean, are physicians looking for this? Yes, the physician is looking for it. The patient is looking for it. The challenge is like all the medical inventions, you need to take time to validate the technology, to get FDA approval, get market recognition, do your homework to get a validation with the patient samples, do your collaborations, publish all that before it can really reach to the marketplace. Well, with that, I'd like to thank Dr. Jen Han, who has been our guest. We've been talking about uh, new molecular technology with diagnostic to test for respiratory infectious diseases and one day even personalized medicine. Dr. Han is with Diatherics Laboratories. He joined us from their offices at the Hudson Alpha Institute for Biotechnology in Huntsville, Alabama, and I'd like to thank him today for being our guest. I'm Bruce Japson of the Chicago Tribune. I've been your host, and you've been listening to ReachMD Radio on XM160, the channel for medical professionals. ReachMD, online, on demand, and on the air. Please visit us at ReachMD.com, and I'd like to thank you today for listening.